Hey peeps, Sir Bradley here. We here at Deadpan Studio are presenting a show called BSF. And we would like to take the time to inform our audience that you will most definitely hear vulgarities such as Jack and horror, and possibly some stories of anal leakage. So please enjoy the show. Sir Bradley here to introduce you guys to episode number two of BSF. And hopefully the audience understood what that intro was. Hopefully. They better. I hope so. You know, obviously maybe they should, you know, should know seeing, you know, what the title is of this episode. So <laughs> that would have that would require having hope for humanity. Okay. It, or uh, just basic reading skills. It, uh, yeah. it might. It might. Which most people have. So, peeps, I am Sir Bradley, and I am joined by... Cat. And the Matt. Yes, yes. Hey, hey. My, f- my first intro. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Rocky is a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, we're going to get through this episode. That's right. It's going to be a good yeah. episode. Yep. Yeah. You know, we're we're, we're going to spit on it and... See if we can't make it go in smooth. Ew. Ew. That's like a good DM. That's what? Okay. That's just you know, funny. Today's topic is the Joker. <laughs> but, but not, not just one. Yeah. Not one. Not even two. No. How many? A lot. A There's lot. a lot. fucking lot. There's a lot. Well, We're going to focus on a certain few. However, we will touch on most, if not all, of them. And if we well, miss one, most of write to us. Nobody has yet. And just a disclaimer, we don't like to touch people that way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Often. Uh, Often. <laughs> before, we, before we get to that... <laughs> Um, please, yes, reach us, reach out to us. We have very simple ways in which you can do that. We have email, deadpanbsf at gmail.com, deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. And we also have where you can go onto the website and send us a direct message on there, deadpan-studio.com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah. You can also go to the Twitters. That's right. We have Twitter. Uh, it'll all be in the Deadpan Studio 18. You'll be all. It'll all be in the show notes. Yes, we, I keep we, wanting to say description, but you're like it's we, called show notes. We are we are definitely looking for subscribers to reach around and and 
you know, or just get our, or just our be, attention. Just be normal and <laughs> talk to us normally. Yeah, suggestions, ideas, topics you want to talk mm-hmm. about or hear love, us talk about. Love for him to reach around him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Grab a hold of us. Yes, yes, so we've made a reach around joke twice. Good job. If you are going to recommend us to anybody, please, please tell them that we can be found on a number of different places. We've got iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and as well as deadpanstudio.podbean.com, which is the server that hosts our episodes. So, And you can also go to the website and listen to them. So please, please tell everybody you know. And if there's a service that does podcasts that we don't know of yet and you do, then just tell us and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we're easy to please. Is it? <laughs> I am. <laughs> How many sex jokes have there already been? We haven't had. We haven't even got to the topics yet. <laughs> Jesus, not enough. No, no, there's been plenty. Oh, there'll be more when Harley gets uh, mentioned. <laughs> I wasn't really going to talk about her, but I mean, I. So what we've done is uh, we've taken uh, different jokers and we've decided that each one of us, the three of us, will. Uh, We've divided up some of the jokers, not all of them, although, like I said earlier, we're going to talk about most, if not all of them. If we miss one, my bad. Um, no, we're probably going to miss some because I am only prepared to talk about one. <laughs> that's okay. He is a very important one, especially in recent history. So right now, um, if we're going to go in, uh, Sir Bradley has a suggestion of going in chronological order. Cool. Uh, we'll start with uh, mine. Uh, mine is the joker from... Oh, you've got a little... that. So you got a little intro you want to do? or uh, Sure, I guess. Go for it. Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. I can't think of a better fitting quote about our subject matter. Whether it's a goofy prankster or a warped sadistic sense of humor, one of, if not the greatest villains of all time, quite often steals the show from the best non-superhuman hero to ever grace our attention. The clown prince of crime never ceases to steal our attention away at first glance or with his unique sounding voice and vocabulary. Or is it just the thought of him whenever we hear things such as Mr. J, is that the attention grabber? Whether it's in our eyesight or within our earshot, we are all immediately all over our attentiveness to the jester of genocide, the Joker. Is it the white face, the red lips, green hair, or the purple suit that graces us with the visual orgasm? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it just Heath and Jared for the ladies? Or could it be the incredible voice of Mr. Mark Hamill and or others that send fanboys back to their bedrooms to change their clothes after their initial nerdgasm. <laughs> Any and all of these are perfectly acceptable ways to give thanks to the best, the greatest villain, and arguably the best character to ever capture our imagination. Today we jump into conversation in regards to the greatest villain ever. Don't at me either. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we will uncover anything new to you, maybe. Will we get into his origins, various forms, the inception, the comics, the movies, animated films, TV series, and video games are all related to the caped crusader and his nemesis, Mr. J, a.k.a. The Joker. The Joker. Hey. 
Very nice. I like that. I like that. A lot. <laughs> that sure beats the crap out of anything I was going to say at the start of my little thing. <laughs> yep. I know. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm serious. No, I don't. I'm serious. I'm not I'm done gonna, very much go right writing in a long time. So. That really didn't, you know, me, I was just going to jump right into it, and that probably wouldn't have done him justice. Thank you, Brad. Thank you very much. I mean that. Um, anyway, so I was uh, tasked with, I say tasked as if it was I was made to do it, but <laughs> Such I... Such a struggle. Yeah. I volunteered to do the comic book version of The Joker, which is the originator in the most classic of senses. Um, the Joker himself, um, being in the Batman comics, he was created by Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and controversially, Jerry Robinson. Uh, Jerry Robinson, um, he goes back and forth, well, did go back and forth between Bill Finger and Bob Kane about how the origins and how they created him actually came about. Um, it's a great name. Yeah, Bill Finger. Yep. <laughs> I was just saying that's a weird There name. is a documentary on Amazon Prime about uh, Bill Finger, so oh, um, check it out. It's actually really good. It's actually making me contemplate, you know, heading to the Social Security office to, for a name change for myself. <laughs> so. You don't like Sir Bradley no more? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. not got that on my birth certificate. How about Sir Finger? Sir Finger. <laughs> um, Sir Finger Bradley? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <coughs> uh, I mean, you know. His first appearance I was... I guess if I get paid enough, and you know. Yeah, check out how far back this character goes. April 25th, 1940 was the first appearance of uh, the Joker in Batman. I'm sorry, what, what was the date? April 25th, 1940. Oh, okay, I have that note, too. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> we're probably going to have some overlapping information, so if, mm-hmm. so if it's repeated, that's okay. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, as I was saying, the creation credit has always been a disputed because both Finger and uh, Kane both say they came up with the concept and design, uh, as well as the writing. And Jerry Robinson said, "Hey, hey, hey, no, 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 that was me. That was me." <laughs> uh, unfortunately, by 2011, all three had passed away, so there really wasn't any no final final decision on who that is. But on the actual comic books you'll say you'll see just the batman comics created by bill finger bob king there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um he's been around in the three different ages of comics the golden age silver age and what's known as the modern age um his debut was as an insane remorseless serial killer who uh, killed his victims with uh, his joker venom toxin uh, which gave him a permanent joker smile mm. uh- now that smile was based on uh, the Man Who Laughs, which is a Victor Hugo uh, movie slash film. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail because there's a lot of stuff here. So uh, I'm just going to go through the, the tidbits. Just it's put like my nose in it just a tiny bit. This is like the makeup and the creepy smile. Yeah. So you're, so you're still in my lines. <laughs> if they're good, you I'm going to take them. changed it a little bit. <laughs> uh, so you had if, to make it your own, huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, after the 40s, uh, between the 40s and 70s, he was sort of becoming more of a deranged prankster to appeal more to the children. That was showcased definitely in the 70s TV show. Hey, children, here's a deranged man to laugh at. <laughs> uh, yeah. In 1942, there was a story that was written called Joker Walks the Last Mile, and that was the actual start of him changing from the sadistic serial killer to just a deranged prankster. Um, the Silver Age, uh, that was in the 50s. 
Um, he had his actual uh, origin story in 51, Detective Comics 168, uh, where he was a formerly a criminal named the Red Hood who was disfigured by a fall into a chemical vat, which sounds like uh, movies that we've seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that didn't last too long. In 54, the Comics Code of Authority was established, and that's when he really just transitioned to a complete goofy thieving trickster. So he's kind of gone back and forth over the years. They couldn't decide what to do with him. Pretty much. <laughs> but he was just a very... Well, the way I understood it is, I guess this comic book code or whatever the whatever the fuck this is, mm-hmm. is like, okay, uh, this is... This is not good, you know. We don't. We're not wanting to attract this kind of attention, right. so we we want to dumb this down a little, yeah. you know. So, uh, but it did lead into some of his more classic uh, weapons, such as the lethal joy buzzers, acid squirting flowers. Try, uh, ooh, I just misspelled that, so I don't actually know what that word is. So, uh, but. <laughs> In a nutshell, it's goofy, elaborate crimes. <laughs> That's pretty much what they were. Can't read your own misspelling. Nope. <laughs> By 73, uh, he'd actually been revived because he just, uh, the comic book character just disappeared for about four years. Uh, he came back in Batman 251, Joker's five-way revenge. <laughs> uh, never, uh, had a, never had one of them. Sounds like fun. Five-way yeah. revenge. you got to have a room big enough for that. <laughs> but that uh, that story. I was going to say something else big enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was actually returned to his homicidal roots. Uh, by '75, he got his own comic book series called The Joker. Uh, it was canceled after nine issues, though. <laughs> but they did create a new look for him, where he was walking around in more of a trench coat and a fedora, as opposed to his classic uh, green and purple suit with a string tie. Um, in the '80s, which is considered the modern age, um, he came into his own due to the shifting comics to more mature content that is showcased in the movies yeah. uh, that came out then. Um, <clears throat> the key, uh, some of the key issues in Joker's uh, staying power and popularity were in this era. Some of them include The Dark Knight Returns, A Death in the Family, and The Killing Joke. No, I by love the, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, uh, is on a poster that we have behind us. We're going to take a picture of that later and post to the website. Uh, by 92 is when they actually paired him with the now famous and possibly just as famous as Joker, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. And she was originally only supposed to be in uh, one episode of yeah, which the is, animated show. Which is kind of ironic because Joker was actually... Yeah. <laughs> Joker was actually only supposed to last one comic book issue and he was supposed to die at the end. Uh, yep. And so I'm waiting to see if he's gonna say that. Yeah. I'm sitting here staring at this note, this bullet point I've got. And I'm but say it. That's the thing. He didn't uh, he did in the comic and then they found out that he was too popular to kill off, so they Terrible. later on they squeezed in an extra panel showing him uh, being kidding. revived. <laughs> he's back. Um, Give us your money. <laughs> so Bradley has already mentioned every uh, nickname that he had. I had that on here. The Clown Prince Qu- uh, Crime, Harlequin of Hate. I didn't Hate. get them all. Uh, Harlequin of Hate, Ace of Knaves, Jester of Genocide, you know, stuff like that. It's crazy. You know, but did, there's a lot of alliteration. I, I did leave out a few. Yeah, but that's okay. I, I like it. A lot of them are kind of alluded to the 60s Batman, too, so. <laughs> yeah. The Crown, Crown, uh, Clown Prince of Crime. Uh, from the 40s to 60s, he was eccentric, harmless prankster. I've already covered all that stuff. 
lot, like I said, a lot of this information overlaps. Um, he's always obsessed with Batman. That's the main thing that ties him to all of the versions that we're going to go over. He's always obsessed with Batman because it's like he's the id to his ego. You know, he's the opposite, but, you know, that's their yin and yang. Yeah. That one cannot survive without the other. That's the way he sees it anyway. Um, I'm sure Batman sees it a different way. But. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I do have a couple of quotes here that I, I actually remembered the first one uh, because it was from Batman number one, and it was covered in another podcast. Thank you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> it, it said, if police expect to play against Batman. the Joker, do what? Batman. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's I called Fat Man Beyond. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Congrats, Kevin. You yeah. look good. Yeah, only, only uh, required him to have a heart attack to get there. Yeah. Um, Whatever it takes, man. That's right. Said, if police expect to play against the Joker, they better be prepared to be dealt from the bottom of the deck. Not bad. Um, if I weren't crazy, I'd be insane. Oh, yeah, that... I know that one. Yeah. You can't kill me without becoming like me. I can't kill you without losing the only human being who can keep up with me. (laughs) (laughs) He was, of course, speaking about Batman. Um, We will be mentioning Batman a lot. I know I'm kind of flying through this information, but we've got a lot of Jokers to go through. And uh, so I'm trying to keep this episode as short as possible. I did... um, lay uh, name some of the key joker comics from over the years there's uh there's 10 of them that's going to take the bulk of this which is uh i've already mentioned joker's five-way revenge um it was the first time that they stepped away from camp in the 60s the joker was taking a violent revenge on five former gang members that betrayed him while batman was having to actually protect the criminals that he was going after before thanks to the joker ironic yeah uh next one 78 was the laughing fish um it blended classic Joker elements with a modern portrayal, um, and it just dealt with the Joker's plan to poison Gotham's fish supply with the Joker toxin. Classic Joker. I didn't know Gotham had fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mad Love. It was a Batman Adventures one-shot, which was done in the same style as the animated series. It did include Harley Quinn. It's centered around Harley Quinn's origin. It shows Joker's manipulation and compassion with the dynamic relationship between the two of them. Yeah, they had a messed up relationship. But mm, still do. Yeah, and of course I cannot mention any of these without uh, a death in the family, which it's not the the number one, but it is one of the most key issues that you can get. Batman, uh, it's it shows the Joker in one of his most savage storylines and shakes the Batman world for decades. It still affects him today. The story is pretty much centers around the Joker kidnaps Robin, aka Jason Todd, and after Bat- which is the second Robin, and after Robin saves his own mother's life uh, from the Joker, uh, Batman does everything he can to find Robin before the Joker can kill him. Um, spoilers, too late. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah. Number five. Uh, this is actually Batman number one, the first appearance of the Joker. I've already mentioned that before. It was at Joker's, uh, you know, first time being introduced and uh, this is actually where i mentioned earlier where he was supposed to die at the end of the episode at the end of the episode end of this issue but the uh, character proved too popular so they they were like give us your money here yeah, he is they He's squeezed back. in a uh, little <laughs> panel that brought him back uh, number six the man who laughs Thank god they did yeah <laughs> otherwise <laughs> this would be a really fucking boring show today yeah it really <laughs> would <laughs> number six the man who laughs it was a graphic novel that served as a sequel to batman year one it tells of batman's first encounter with the joker with a reworking of his origin story 
Uh, it also showcased how sinister he is with his sense of slaughter for no reason other than his own personal joy. And uh, that was actually the homage to Hugo, uh, the title of The Man Who Laughs. Uh, going Sane, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna go through the rest of these, uh, which was came out in ninety four, ninety five. Uh, the Joker titled graphic novel in two thousand eight. It was told the m- most realistic and darkest version of the Joker. Not for children, probably. Right. <clears throat> the death of the family. And, oh, I've already read that. <laughs> no, it is the death of the family. Uh, basically, it's uh, one of the longest. A specific Joker story arcs they ever created. It was 23 issues spanning nine DC titles. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2012. Um, it showed Joker had his face surgically removed and he escaped from Arkham. He returned. Yeah. What did they put in place of a face? Oh, you'll just have to read the comic to find out. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, he had some sort of face on Will him. Will he make he- it? Find out next time. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, Oh no, he had a he had some sort of face put on that he was that he is like a leather type of face where he had it attached by like belt buckles and different straps and Okay, how is that less noticeable than just your regular face where you can just <laughs> yeah, put on like some regular ass makeup? Mankind. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh yeah, he doesn't look like himself anymore, but there's buckles on his face. Yeah. I think you can find him. Uh, <laughs> the um the whole story is about he announces that he knows all of the Bat family secret identities and would be killing them all one by one. Jeez. Yeah, it shows the uh, all the classic locations and fleshes out the relationship between Batman and the Joker. Um, it is the closest thing you can find to show what makes the comic book Joker tick. And last but not the very least, uh, this is our number one. I have number ten on the list, but it's actually number one. Uh, the Killing Joke, a graphic novel that came out in 1988, is considered a masterpiece in both literature as well as the author Alan Moore. He gave another Joker origin story where Joker was a family man. Uh, He was a struggling comedian which uh, resorted to crime to pay his bills. He was thwarted by Batman and driven insane. Um, It was also known as one of the most lasting influential comics in history because it created a... uh, One of the first time one of the major characters was... Outside of Jason... Okay. I'm just going to... Spoilers. Um, Barbara Gordon, James Gordon's daughter, mm-hmm. Joker shoots her kill, and, and paralyzes her. Mm-hmm. She becomes Oracle. She was Batgirl. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm curious as to if the graphic novel is the same as the movie or the animated movie. Um, it's sort of like In the, the fact of being a sex scene or two. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, it yeah. like it it's, fucking it's threw even... me through a loop whenever I saw that. I was like, "Holy fuck!" It's been a number of years since I've read the Between Killing Joke. Like... Batgirl, yeah, and, oh. Batgirl slash Barbara slash Oracle, yeah. Um, I'd say there are some things that they added to it or changed or tweaked, like the way they did with the. Not as equally good as the graphic novel, but the Dark Knight Returns uh, animated videos that they put out, they were really good. They did make some changes, but overall it was really good. But I've seen several of them, but I don't even know which ones I've seen. But all of them that I've seen, like the stories are just 
they grab a hold of you. Oh yeah, they're really good. They're really good. They, they definitely reach around and grab yeah, a hold of you. The new Death of Superman and the Reign of the Supermans are really good too. Beats the crap out of the Superman Doomsday when they came out with over a decade ago. <laughs> now I sped through this because, uh, like I said, we've got other Jokers we need to cover, such as the uh, the Jack Nicholson Joker, which was bringing the Joker back to the forefront in popularity when it came out in the was it 1988 when uh, Batman came out with Michael Keaton. And I thought it was 89, but... Uh, it is 89. You're correct. You you were absolutely correct. It is 1989 because uh, I was uh, seven when mm-hmm. it came out. If I did the math oh, right... What, what a coincidence. I was too. Yeah. 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 I was not born. Cat <laughs> was still in her dad's nut sack. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for that. No problem. That's what I'm here for. If you do any sort of research about the Joker, what makes him tick, the psychology behind the Joker... You'll come up with a number of really interesting things. Um, there's actual articles by psychological uh, or psychologists, psychiatrists, anybody with a PhD in uh, in a form of psychology write something about it. I actually found from the University of Texas at Arlington, and I will give full credit to the author um, by the name of Jay Ewald. He wrote a thesis of the Joker, a character study of a modern madman. I think that's pretty cool. This sounds like an interesting read. It is. It's a hundred pages. Yeah, that, that just knocked it out for but me. It's, but it's you have a table of contents <laughs> <laughs> that shows what what pages it's it it goes into the Joker through various lenses, the nature of evil and villainy, the super villainy and and the inhuman human, the trance slash post humanism. I mean, it goes into some very um, interesting philosophical dis- discussions as well as psychological discussions, but it also goes into the perception of madness, which was really good. Um, and then the the very end of it, they actually diagnose the Joker. Oh wow! Yeah, that's the most important thing. Oh, really? Yeah. They was diagnose it, him. Mm. Yeah. Was it bad? Shit what crazy? would I start to say? I was going to ask the <laughs> both of you. That's a good one. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a good one? That shit crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's like something carrying. That's okay. like something yeah, carrying his utility belt. Pump on that one. Yeah, that's something carrying his utility belt. <laughs> bat shit. Yeah, right next to the the bat shark repellent. Oh god! <laughs> shit, man, you had to fucking. Mm. <laughs> um, I shouldn't have hesitated. It's okay. Uh, don't hesitate on this. How would you diagnose him, Brad? I can't think of a better way to. To diagnose him other than what Kat just said, to be honest. <laughs> that's I mean, that's crazy. my favorite fucking <laughs> diagnosis right there. What would so, about you, Kat? I mean, Kat, obviously you knocked with, it out of the fucking park. You stick with batshit crazy. I didn't let her read this or look at it until I told her I would after well, the recording. I'm pretty sure batshit crazy isn't, like, would... Isn't not the very, official term. Not the official term. Not, hey, professor, here, look, here's my diagnosis, batshit <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sociopaths. Sociopath would be, a, I think, a good one. It's because you just do shit You're with on. no conscious, <clears throat> conscience right for like, other people. Because, you know, he doesn't really ever care about his underlings or anything. Like, he'll, you know, he can get a bunch of people like on his side, but then... Mm-hmm. As the mission goes on, or at the end of it, he's just like, okay, like, fuck all you, Chaos. kill you, blah, 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 and then he just wants what he wants, 
but I don't know what what did they well they uh, what did this I'll give you the actual diagnosis at the at the end of this little bit, but they use the different types of pathies for this. They said he's he suffers from delusional sociopathy, uh, and also from an antisocial personality disorder, uh, saying that he's completely evil and lacking in any more more morality. So the official diagnosis is an antisocial extroverted psychopath. Wow. Extra. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I will not put a link to this in the show notes. Sorry to say that, uh, audience members, just because this is somebody's personal work that they had for college. It was on the college website. Now, even though I read it and I'm talking about it on the air, I don't know how the author would feel uh, with me spreading his work out like that. So, some pe- especially those in psychology, they can uh, they can be a little. Uh, yeah, sometimes well, people sometimes people don't like their shit spread. Yeah. I so. mean, yeah. Well, can you link the website for really? the entire college and they can just use the search bar or i hope the fucking audience caught that <laughs> oh no i caught it i just had about 10 different things go through my head and i couldn't figure out which one would be the best <laughs> i didn't catch what you just said no okay <laughs> no, i was just thinking well like okay so whatever college is person yeah the university to. of texas at arlington okay can you just arlington. link yeah their entire website and i will link the arlington website if people want to see it that bad they can just look like search yeah they can search and look for jay ewald uh university of texas at arlington yeah so yeah uh, jay if you're if you uh have a problem with this for some reason you ever hear this in your whole life just sit there knowing i am a fan you did amazing work did good job yes you did the lord's work i hope you got an a for whatever that's for you buddy i hope you got a high college score a plus. That's right. Good job. <laughs> All right. Also, so. isn't it funny that someone got to like bring geekdom into what they wanted their profession to be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hmm, I'm a uh, fan uh, of this. Kudos but to, to him. I got to yeah. write this dissertation. He spent an entire I, to do a thesis. <laughs> he spent an entire between a six months to a year working on this. Man, uh, kudos. Yeah. Do you realize you probably got to just watch all like the car, like the animated stuff? He's like, I'm getting to watch cartoons, but I'm writing my thesis. Comics, well, <laughs> cartoons, movies. Well, when I so get he's in, studying it, but he's still. This is 2017. Money. By when the way, I get into one of my brilliant jokers, yeah. I'd done some research, and it was not very pleasant to research. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, who wants to go next? Kat, do you want to go? Or Sir Bradley, would you like to go? Or would you like to just round us out? Um, how about I jump into one of mine because I have multiple ones. Go, cool, yeah. I, I, have, so, I have And one. then Kitty has one. Yeah. Well, one I, yeah. And then. So we'll go are you done? Get the we other. can do like honorable You're mentions done. for one. Yeah. That, Fuck. You're done. Yeah. I got fucking That's two 32 minutes in. <laughs> I'll just pick one here. Do you want to know why? I don't know if the audience knows why that we like to keep these episodes somewhat short. Episodes? You said episodes? I kind of like it. (laughs) Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Episodes. I like it. I do. It's a Sean Connery term. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. It's an S word. That's what it was. No. Does the audience know why we want to keep this short? Not that I know of. I bet. No. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Well, I'm going to let the audience know why we want to keep that short is because when you orgasm so much, it it just gets incredibly sensitive. And when you listen to us. (laughs) Okay. No. Stop it. The the ejaculation that your ears shoot out is is, incredibly sensitive. If you give too much of that, you might end up with an ear infection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can we just like. That as well. (laughs) 
Yeah, fuck that paper and fuck this paper. Fuck that paper. Yes, right. and fuck the '60s Batman, cause God, that shit was awful. <laughs> but we have, uh, we are gonna jump right into Caesar Romero. Can mm-hmm. we not have any more thirty-second orgasm jokes? Please. Uh, I can't promise. Um, well, I, I tell you what, I can promise for this Joker because I'm not gonna say it's bad, but the show was fucking. <laughs> Toilet water. Um, so anyway, Cesar Romero. He was uh, he was born in February of uh, 1907, and uh, passed away on New Year's Day, 1994, from uh, bronchitis and pneumonia at uh, the young age of 86. Yeah, dang. 86. He was uh, he was born in New York City, but raised in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. In October of 1942, he volunteered for the U.S. Coast Guard. But where he's most known from is from 1966 to 1968, playing the Joker on the original Batman series. So, it was a very campy, very tongue-in-cheek, situational comedy, like almost deadpanish, really. Um, but um, he often left jokes behind as, as clues to his crimes, which... Okay. Why not? Okay, sure. You know, I mean, it, it's it's been done. You know, I mean, in the Christopher Nolan, Batman Begins. You know, the calling card. You know, is yeah. is the Joker. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, sure. That's that's passable. But um, in the third season, that's when ratings dropped significantly. And if you watched the show, you would understand why. It uh, the fight scenes in this fucking thing were make wrestling WWE shit look like UFC would you know today <laughs> you know it, it, it it's incredibly horrible how bad these fight scenes were. However, there was one saving grace of these fight scenes. What's that? Do you know what I'm gonna say? The words. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna say the words. The word balloons. Two words. Bruce Lee. Because there was crossover between the Green Hornet and Kato, a.k.a. Mr. Bruce Lee. You think the the Lee curse had anything to do with it being canceled? Uh, no. No. He was was fucking... (laughs) Really, honestly, I can't say anything about the Green Hornet, but as far as when... When Bruce Lee was in Batman episodes, like that was the saving grace to it. I'm not going to fucking lie. Did you know he was in there before you watched it? I'm sorry? <laughs> did you know Bruce Lee were, was, was going to be in those episodes before you did your research? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I did know that. I didn't yeah. know if that would have been a, uh, you're ready to slit your wrists after watching it, and then here comes Bruce Lee, and you're like, oh, hold on. Hold no, on, no, on. no. I've not completely given up on life. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm not going to hang myself just yet. No. Um, <laughs> Even though the writers already did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, kind of got off track a little bit, but uh, when it was when it was found out that it was going to get canceled by ABC, NBC jumped in and says, um, "Hey, we'll, we'll we'll take over this." And um, okay, not a problem. But when they found out that all the sets were destroyed. Uh, NBC said, "Quote unquote, fuck this shit. We're not doing it." Um, <laughs> that's exactly it's an actual what quote. 
actually probably <laughs> um, so yeah hundreds of thousands of uh, dollars of sets had already been destroyed so they said yeah no not happening so Cesar Romero done a, a few more uh, Batman things um, one was the film from 1966 that's nominated for Razzie or <laughs> if not it should have been um, it's a Razzie wait uh, it's a Raspberry Award. It's uh, one of the if your films. It's an awful, award for like yeah a really fucking bad movie. Oh okay. <laughs> um, Human Centipede was nominated so, for a few of them. Why was really? That ever, why was yeah. that ever made? Because mm. uh, Japanese people are weird. Yeah. It, <laughs> in the, a, well, in their Hollywood media anyway. Somebody had a screw or seven loose whenever they they came up with that shit. Yeah, just watch. Uh, they forgot to buy the screws from the store. They forgot. Just them. watch the audition, and you'll get a sense of some of the depravity. God, imagine having an audition for that. <laughs> so now in the in, in the sixties films, uh, there were the Batman film of sixty six. There uh-huh. was uh, Batman Return of the Caped Crusader. Joker was the narrator, but it was not Cesar Romero. Uh, there was Batman versus Two Face. No Joker whatsoever. And then you had spinoffs, uh, Batman 66, and that was comic books right. shit. But uh, last fun fact about the 60s Batman series was that Burt Ward, a.k.a. Robin, was uh, shitting in his pants to, to shoot fight scenes with Bruce Lee. So <laughs> um, Now, obviously, that's not what it said, but you know I can't plagiarize, so I had to come up with this shit on my own. So he was scared shitless. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. We don't have a, we don't have a sound for that. No, but we do have a room shot. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> That's right, audience. Good enough. Good enough. Good you enough. got the point. That's right. You got the gist of it. <laughs> you know the funny thing about Cesar Romero? We have no fucking budget. No. <laughs> 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 the funny thing about Cesar Romero is he refused to shave his mustache. Oh, Motherfucker. Yeah, he wore the fuck that. did I not read that off? They just had to put makeup on it. Oh, I know what it was. It's because I knew I was going to say it, so I just didn't fucking write it down, and I just didn't <laughs> fucking say it. <laughs> if it was thin enough to be mostly covered by makeup, then it wouldn't have taken it, him that long to grow know. it back. Like I don't know. It wasn't even a pencil-thin mustache. It, it was, was from from nostril to lip, you know, all the way down. It was, I uh, mean, I guess he hated the way he looked without it, just his regular, like, regular life. <laughs> now, I, I, I guess a somewhat enjoyable thing, for, for me anyway, is, is looking back and, and finding uh, uh, Burgess Meredith oh, as Penguin. Penguin. And Lee Merriweather. Penguin. I have a, 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 I have a history of saying penguin. 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 It's penguin. penguin. He's called penguins. Um, yeah, which it. if you don't know who the fuck he is, that's Mickey from Rocky. Rocky. I uh, <laughs> It's over, Rock. <laughs> Get up, you son of a bitch. Because Mickey, Mickey loves you. That is the shiny oh point of that whole shitty movie. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I just said Pong when I Tommy. I didn't hear no bow. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, the machine gun. <laughs> okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I think it would be a, a good time to jump into Miss Kitty Cat 
aka Miss No Harley. Thank you. Today, I'm like half Harley. So half the audience Parker. knows. Yeah, she wore Cat and or Cat, Matt and I are both very well aware, obviously because we have visuals. Yep. <laughs> but Miss Kitty is looking extremely lovely today. She does. She does. She's looking a little homicidal. I yeah. The fuck dog? <laughs> yeah. Did, okay. did, did you Wait, die? Did you even see what my necklace says? Well, no, because you have a lot of stuff showing today. Uh, not today. Not today. That's what it says. My necklace. This is cute. It's it's not like actual like Batman merch or anything, but I actually got it at Target. But it's this dainty little gold necklace, and the charm says "Not today." <laughs> and I just I feel like that a lot. Just not fucking today. Oh, no, I know. I, I like uh, Miss Kitty Cat has uh, her hair braided and then one half well, okay. pink, one half purple. Did, did you? Well, the braid isn't part of it. I just did no. that to get out of my way for did a minute. Did you but do like more dye in the hair? I have a because it looks a little it's more a shampoo. than usual. It's a shampoo that has it in there. Okay, yeah. I, I know what that I didn't, shit is. Like it's yeah. not dyed again. It's I used just... to be involved with somebody that knows about that stuff. Okay, yeah. 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 No, I have. Um, how long have I had it like this? I mean, obviously. Uh, well, like a year and a half is at least <laughs> since October, November, whenever I met you. Yeah, yeah. but I've but, had it. But well it's not like today. Like the color is just more. It pops yeah. more. That's because I know. washed it a couple, like two days ago. Yeah. What's today? Today is Saturday. Yeah. Thursday. Saturday, May twenty fifth, two thousand. <laughs> Just so if you want to timestamp time this. Timestamp this shit. I think it was Thursday, but anyways, for those of you who maybe I need an alibi. <laughs> we don't have too many pictures of ourselves. At six oh five p.m. Yeah. But anyways, my hair. I did want it. What was it? I think I wanted it all. I can't remember. I think I wanted it all pink. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was on Pinterest. Like, any good, you know. 20 something girl should be <laughs> and I saw like pictures of blue hair and it was so beautiful I was like I want pink and blue so my mom did my hair she's not like a professional so she is a nail tech uh, Kim Wright at Adam wait no Can you Cooper get- and Company in Bowling Green anyways I'm just plugging my mom because she's great but she did my hair and it's it's split exactly down the middle one half is what why are we cheering well, see, I was just trying to tell him to get it ready. Oh. I didn't mean to touch that. No, you didn't That's need to touch that. Said. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking love this girl. It's <laughs> giving me, me the material. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, half my hair is pink. The other half is blue. It's grown out quite a bit. But I was going to do just pink, and then I saw the blue. I was like, can you do half blue, too, please, Mother? I love you so much. She was like, okay. Yep. And then... This was after I had seen Suicide Squad, and I was like, well, I really like that Harley Quinn, and if I'm going to do this, I might as well do it on the size that she has it, so. Everybody I, likes Margot Robbie. Every, she's yeah. awesome. So, it's not, like, b- blonde with just a little bit like hers. It, it was, like, root to tip, pink and blue. It's she's even great on silent, on mute. On mute. <laughs> yeah. <For> fuck's sake. <laughs> Anyways, so I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do pink and blue, I might as well do it like her. So I put it in pigtails today. The braids are just something that happens. But yeah. And to I complete found, the look, you're wearing a... Well, I do have um, a Daddy's Little Monster t-shirt, but I, I wasn't trying to really be Harley. I was trying to be more Joker. I have this green sweater. It's like a cardigan type. I got it for free, actually. 
And then I have a like shiny uh, purple purple skirt that I actually got at Spirit Halloween in like the Joker Harley Quinn section. Yeah. And I was I got it on sale, and so I was like, Which is it me or is that cool. section just like just went through the fucking roof and like popularity? Oh, it did. It yeah. Did. And it's also like so easy. We'll see how it's to, how popular it is this year, though. <laughs> well, well, that's true. I feel like those costumes but are always going to be popular. You know like, that every damn near every girl out there wants to be, you know, the sexy Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, there's so many different costumes, and I'm and perfectly fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. I, I encourage you ladies to to you know. I also like when they gender bend it, like do female jokers and stuff. It's like oh, would the, that not be hilarious to see me? Those are two of the characters. <laughs> in a daddy's little monster and the red and blue shorts. What nip pudding, Mister mm-hmm. <laughs> J? Oh, nice. So that was, that was, that really was very good. nice. And with with that, I'll, I will say that I wanted- had I not made such good friends with Matt, she would have been stolen from you. So, so <laughs> no, just so you know, many, no, too many Trust years. Me. No. <laughs> too many years. Too many years. No, He's too many fucking years. older than me. I've already. We've already got used to each other. Too much investment. Too much weird. I don't want to have to get used to somebody over again. I love you, babe. Oh, I know that feeling. I really do. <laughs> Sorry. But what I was telling you to get the track ready for is because I wanted to give you a round of applause for having this. Oh. Yes, that's what the round of applause is for. <laughs> Matthew gets to go home with this thing right here, and kudos to you. you kudos to you, Miss Kitty. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Yes. How fitting. <laughs> yeah. How fitting. Yes. So now that we've taken that, you know, ten-minute, you know, so off-road. Well, yeah. I think we might want to get back into. Uh, I only Miss prepared Kitty's, one Joker, so... Miss Kitty's one Joker, in which my opinion is the best Joker. Right. He's Everybody one of the greatest. Be quiet for a second. He's the best live series Joker. And Kat's <laughs> telling me to shut the fuck up, even though I'm like, goddamn host today. Oh, no, she's telling me to shut the fuck up, too. Don't feel bad. <laughs> so serious. Wait, I didn't read it. Why so serious? Cat, you've got a Joker for us. Which ones you get? Um, I have Heath Ledger. <laughs> That's a great Joker. Damn near everybody's. Well, from my experience, damn near everybody's favorite. Oh yeah, including mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's definitely one, one that I know the most. The most, I guess. Yeah. Well, I didn't read any of the comics. Well, up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't read the comics. I'm not a big comic book guy. Yeah. But well, see, that's I, what makes this I, dynamic great, is because you know I, I did. I that's you know I read the comics. You didn't, but you're more familiar with like you know the films and the TV shows, and same as you, you're really familiar with the the you know the Joker of the Heath Ledger you know versions. Which and also, I mean, she's a woman, and it's Heath Ledger, so <laughs> I mean, I did yes. watch. I did watch. He is man pretty, or was man yeah. pretty. I completely forgot about this, but I did watch. Um, it was the Justice League cartoon? Oh yeah, Batman it was, was like what mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah. yeah, 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 early two so, thousands anyway. That's why I'm oh, salty shit. that yeah. DC isn't continuing the Justice League live action movies because I was very excited, <laughs> very salty, mm-hmm. and also yeah. very, also very angry in the direction that they take Teen Titans. Well, it's the, that's the whole <laughs> show. That's all stupid. Yeah, they just made a weird chibi <laughs> versions of themselves with no yeah. depth. Yeah. I'm sure characters. she's very sad that. She's not going to see Jason Momoa 
with his shirt off very much. <laughs> Every woman in America I is know. going to be very sad until the I'm next thing he lie. does with his shirt. I was excited I, to see Cyborg and like that poor guy that plays Cyborg. He got one movie and then they're not going to. He's going to be too old to be teenager Cyborg by the time they decide to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. So. Um, Heath Ledger was an Australian actor. He's known for roles such as, um, well, I don't know the names of the characters, but from he was in The Patriot, uh, Brokeback Mountain, which I never, he was. I've Sorry. Never, I've never seen that. I have seen it. Also starring the Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, um, it probably it actually was a good movie. Just, you know, if, if you're homophobic, it's not a good movie for you to watch. <laughs> Unless you just want to be angry, uh, I guess. I, I watched it because uh, the woman who he ended up getting married to and then divorced from, um, gosh, what, blonde-headed girl from Dawson's Michelle Creek. Williams? Michelle Williams. I didn't know they got divorced. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I thought uh, they were... She was in that I movie. I thought she was widowed. She was the reason why I watched Brokeback Mountain. And mm. uh, I, I just thought she... And, and also... Uh, Wouldn't that be weird to watch your spouse, like... <laughs> screw somebody of the same sex right in front of you yeah yeah pretty much it would be but you, well, know. you know they got those things they how what do you think about you know things. well no she might have liked that seeing a two sem- a pretty well, attractive man well maybe <laughs> well, she probably wasn't even on set that day maybe i don't um, know anyways um the patriot broke back down casanova and of course the dark knight oh yeah. you didn't mention his dark. his one Huge movie, the one he's most famous for. Oh, you mean the TV show Roar? No, I meant, I meant <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah, 10 Things I Hate About You. Well, I didn't want to list all the movies. Yeah. It was sarcasm, Yeah. if the audience didn't catch that. A Knight's Tale. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that movie. I like that yeah. one. It's been a while, though. It's been a minute. Um, <laughs> well, he plays the character as homicidal, unhinged, hinged, psychopathic, um... And realistic. Real, yeah. It's a really, like, really dark spin on it. And um, it's a really... I know. It's hard to put it... Let me tell you, let me tell you something about uh, Heath Ledger's yeah, Joker. Please tell me a story about his Joker. If you actually think about it, they didn't go into too much about the Joker backstory. Rumor has it that they were supposed to, in the third movie, it was supposed to be more... Batman versus Joker before Heath Ledger passed away, in which they were going to touch on the origin of how the Joker. I see, because I was actually going to ask that. Like, I was like, I don't know who's got Heath Ledger, but whoever's got him, I'm going to ask that. Like, what the fuck happened with the third one? Was it supposed to be? It was. It was supposed to be Joker centric. Um, no. But it, and, uh, it just it didn't pan out that way, obviously, because of the untimely death. Well, with how well he was loved for that character, that would have been fucking career suicide to try to cast somebody else to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So that's all right. You've got a interesting item in front of you. I'm cheating. <laughs> that is not cheating. That it's is not research. Cheating. That is research. It's like research on the fly. That's right. <laughs> what have you got? I got. Uh, I don't really know how you explain it because it was done after he passed away. It is a book written by Janet Fief Yeoman. Uh, it's called Heath, A Family's Tale. It is pretty much an autobiography of Heath Ledger with input from Heath Ledger's family, most namely his father, who contributed to 
there's a chapter specifically for the Dark Knight, and he actually has tidbits uh, from Heath Ledger's journal that he kept as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept a he kept a journal. Yeah. What what about uh, tell tell everybody who might not know uh, what that journal consisted of. You don't have to go into specifics. Is this, a, is this what his sister wrote about this? Or, I don't or, know what was in the journal. Because I've, I've heard <laughs> I've heard that his sister like said that like his death is not what a lot of people thought it was. Well, like he was he was not in a dark place or any you know it was issues sleeping. It was issues. Apparently. Well, it's not that he was in a dark place. Well, he traveled so much, and he didn't have a consistent doctor, so he just kept getting all. Well, these he was in a specific mindset that filming this movie and getting into that character's mindset because he was a complete method actor. He had a hard time getting out of that mindset, and there was a lot of disturbing imagery going through his head, thinking as that character. So, you know, if you think about it, if you are a raving homicidal maniac in thought but in reality your emotions and the rest of your thought process and everything else are as a normal you know well-adjusted human being i mean i myself i would lose sleep i wouldn't be able to sleep i i couldn't you know there's things yeah. that, go, that have gone on in my life that i causes me to lose sleep over already stuff that happened years ago that i still have trouble sleeping for so i don't sleep that much so i can understand where he's coming from no he wasn't in a dark place as in he wasn't depressed, I, I think if he was in any sort of dark place, it was because he was still in the mindset of trying to get rid of that Joker. I know being on stage, um, just here up at our community theater at Barnlot, you know, just taking on some of these characteristics, were, like in the show Musical Comedy Murders in 1940. I hate that title. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it fits the time. It fits the times. I, uh, I played a Nazi saboteur who was undercover uh I was in there to try to murder somebody, and I was actually undercover as an Irish tenor. So for a while after that show ended, I had a really hard time getting my mindset out of the Nazi saboteur type thing. It bothered me a little bit. So I can understand where you'd be at. <laughs> Alan, Alan, if he were here, um, you know, he would probably say the same thing about some of the characters he plays. But Heath himself, I'd say that's probably a lot of his issues was that that caused his lack of sleep plus being overworked because he was doing a ton of projects in between and he was already in the middle of filming another one at the time of his uh, untimely death so just yeah ah uh. oh, this feels good I haven't done this today <laughs> gotta get my nose in it <laughs> I didn't realize when 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 Tiny said last week that you he, he could that that I hadn't done that. I thought, well, I, I didn't really realize it was like a, a, thing. a signature of yeah. mine or anything. But <laughs> oh, oh well, I take it and run with it. I enjoy this. What's, I love getting my nose in it. Now I know you while you were researching this, you were rewatching The Dark Knight. What is the one thing you remember <laughs> the most? Yeah, you got the good research. <laughs> what do you remember most about his Joker from that? Mm. I guess the way he looked and his mannerisms. Which was completely um, not Heath Ledger. Yeah, no. Well, he had some, um, not necessarily prosthetics. I think they were made of silicone or something mm-hmm. um, for the scars. No, he got that by putting a razor in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that, what that, his, I mean, it's his dad's yeah. fault. <laughs> that's one of the stories. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, wait a minute. That was the wife story. That Put was... the razor in his mouth. What did you think of his voice? Kind of high-pitched it's... weird, wasn't it? Well, definitely weird. Because he's anybody... trying to freak people out. Yeah, he's he's got that high pitched you know like, type of thing, and that wasn't and like the way all. he walked and the like carried himself. You know, he practiced. He well, he's a method actor, it. right? Yeah, oh, yeah, or was hundred percent. He was. I don't think yeah. I could do the method acting. Like, 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 no, I'm like, no, like, I I don't really want to have the issues of coming back to reality. Uh, So, fuck that. You know, if I were an actor. Yeah. For a month, he had locked him, you know, like, rented a hotel room, locked himself away. Um, He worked, you know, on the voice and the way he walked and Mm -hmm. the mannerisms and everything. Like, and every now and then he would contact Christopher Nolan. I guess to be like, hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of ties into that journal too. That's what he kept. That was his character journal. Everything in it was anything and everything. I mean, he would paste, you know, like serial killers would do in their letters that they would take cut letters cut out of magazines yeah. and yeah. paste them. That he did that all over it. He would draw these horrific pictures. He drew his own character. He wrote these awful things from inside his mind that he thought the Joker would think and say his philosophy. Like AIDS. <laughs> Yeah. Thinking AIDS was funny. I can yeah, just imagine that phone call to Christopher Nolan. Why so serious? Now can, <laughs> you know, now, can you imagine him reading that to Christopher Nolan? And hey, I uh, apologize to the audience for the horrendous imitation. That's okay. I'm not even going to, don't worry. I'm not even going to try doing an Australian accent. But can you imagine him <laughs> calling, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan, who's British? He goes, Hey, um, so I was thinking of trying to get into his mindset. Do you think that the Joker would find AIDS funny? Because <laughs> I, uh, I, I kind of think it would. I think yeah. it would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a disease affecting millions of people. I think he'd find it. I mean, because he was he was diagnosed as what an introvert sociopath or something. Introverted sociopath. Yeah. Sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. Extroverted antisocial. Yeah. Extroverted. Extrovert. Excuse me. Very extroverted. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck he said? Yeah. <laughs> no, introverted is what I am. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Nolan and Heath, um, they had started working on the character before the script was even finished. Yeah. Because um, they were really They putting, built the movie around him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you know, you've know seen the movie, you notice all like the deep creases in the forehead and stuff. He would actually pull, like, instead of just, I guess, sitting there and having the white just painted on, he would make, you know, scrunch up his face in all sorts of different ways, and they would painted on there so it looked like you know he had put it on it had been scheming for like two days like how he'd left it on for a week you know just, <laughs> yeah. yeah it looked like it too yeah well I, he also didn't wash his hair is it how stringy it, it looked like it, it, it looked like that too yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know the first scene which i thought fit the character yeah, yeah. the first scene um that heath and uh, Christian Bale ever filmed was that interrogation scene. Oh yeah, and oh, that was like one of the first ones. Yeah, that was that was mm. the very first scene because like, if you notice, that his hair was just a slight bit shorter than it, what it was the rest of the movie. Yeah, well, that was the first <laughs> time Christopher Nolan had like seen him in character, like yeah. fully, fully in character. So he was like experiencing it for the first time, and of course there was people outside the room and they were filming, but he was, you know, they were alone in there, 
and he was actually actually hitting Heath. Like, yeah. and Heath was like, "Come on, just hit me." Yeah. So it wasn't I'm, like, "Oh, I'm sure that we're gonna, that's you're gonna punch part him, of the method, gonna, right?" Yeah, yes. Well, well, let me. T- well, you know, like so many other fights, it's like, "Oh, I'm gonna punch," and then there's gonna be a puff of smoke or. We're gonna Pam. like angle the <laughs> Pow. Yeah. angle the camera so you can't actually see you being hit. But like he actually had bruises and the the tiles on the walls actually got like damaged because he was like slamming them into it like for real. Did you do you remember the story about uh, Michael Caine who played Alfred the first time he saw Heath? He forgot Andrew. his lines because he, he was did. so he was freaked scared. out. He was freaked out. Michael Caine, classic tough guy actor, British. And British. the first time he ever saw Heath Ledger on set as the Joker in character. Like coming, I think it was, he was coming, he was coming off, off the elevator. Yeah, the elevator. He just told me. Yeah, the, the elevator scene where he talks about how he got his scars. Yeah. He literally forgot his lines because he was freaked just out. Ding. Yeah. Lines gone. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a bad Michael Caine movie. Hang on, let me retract that statement. He I've was never in Jaws of Revenge. So. I've never seen Michael Caine act badly <laughs> he did a good job in the film i, th- I thought yeah aka jaws 4 <laughs> but There's yeah it was a going fucking, for that money yeah, yeah. that's a that's a fucking paycheck yeah. I, I don't so. blame him i like paychecks too but yeah. you know <laughs> now what we have on the wall we have actually have a poster of the heath ledger joker it's like a it sort of looks like a charcoal or pencil drawing yeah it's definitely a charcoal drawing you can, uh, you can see whoever did it a fucking amazing job yeah. probably on the fine print somewhere. it's think, on the poster somewhere i think we should uh you know maybe post this to our uh web pages absolutely and uh Facebooks. social media it has the he's social media like in yeah. that classic kind of head tilt thing with the yeah. hair all must up yeah yeah the cool thing and i since i mean you dressed the part now the cool thing about his costume was oh yeah she did <laughs> his oh, costume yeah. i love making the workplace all, awkward it was all custom made custom made rags is what it was yeah. they stitched well, rags together that's, oh, what, they, that's yeah, how they described that. it anyway it looked like they stitched rags together is what it this is what they said um, it didn't look like rags well I, I think they were using that not literally but as more of a you know, kind of a metaphor, as in like, it's like throwaway, throwaway. You know, uh, material. Well, they were trying yeah. to make them kind of look homeless. <laughs> well, they did a great job. Yeah. The book in front of me says a completely opposite thing of what you're saying. It, oh, oh, what does it say? What does it say? It says they also, were trying I will to have. Gladly be corrected. Okay. Well, when the costume people um, knew it, he was going to be played by Heath, they wanted him to have a younger, trendier style. Um. You know, because instead of like, I guess the bigger shoulders and the really, oh, the, the um, almost bolo tie. <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't kind of like emo kind of bigger back at that time when the no, movie? Yeah, but he's not emo. No, that was even his... earlier that emo was. Mm. Yeah, no. Okay. Oh yeah, that was like the 2000s. <laughs> Late 90s. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do an, we'll do uh, possibly an episode on the the Kentucky Vampire Clan. <laughs> oh Jesus! That's a fucked up thing. Okay, so well, so they kept him in purple, obviously, yeah. and they had a tinge of green in his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had you know the scars and the red lips and the black around the eyes. But let's see, the shirt. Let's see, huh. 
It was based on one that they found in an antique stall. So, like, something totally unique. Yeah. Um, the shoes were for Milan. Fancy. Of course. It's got to have good shoes. Jo- well, that's the thing. Even in the comics, the Joker always had really nice leather fancy shoes. Now, his always came complete with spats. But <laughs> for those that know what, don't know what spats are, that they are... Me. Okay. They are these things that actually... Uh, okay. It's almost like um, lace... Or something like that that goes on top of the shoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a, yeah. It's like, like it's on top and it's it kind of wings out uh, on the top. Old school formal wear. It's a yeah. fancy shoe flap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can totally understand that him uh, having him wear shoes from Milan. You know. Fancy shoes. Very fancy shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the tie um, was like custom made. It was made by. Well, made the fabric came from Turnbull and how do you say that? Asser fabric, A S S E R. Yeah, it's Asser. probably Asser. Yeah, it's probably said fancier and whatever. Yeah, because you know I don't have a fancy sounding voice. So. Fancy, yeah. <laughs> they say, the book says I can't pronounce it. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the book says um, it is probably the weirdest tie that that company ever made. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I guess. Well, that's the, kind of fitting, though. Yeah. I guess the main. The po- weirdest looking tie ever. Here the you main go. point of this whole thing was that I think everybody involved in that Joker gave as much detail and respect to that psychotic nut job as humanly possible. As even he could be the fucking respectful man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were being respectful. Very respectful. Mm-hmm. No, too. you should be calling oh. him names like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I feel like every live action Joker, at least more recent ones, they really put a lot of thought into every detail of every accessory, the like, hair, uh, the like makeup. Leto's right, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. I watched. I did watch um, some videos on him, and um, it just sucks he doesn't get more screen time. As he the had Joker. a lot. They just cut it out of the movie. Yeah, he was, he, very... was, he was pissed. <laughs> but like, wouldn't you? Like, you're playing this iconic character or putting yeah. so much into it it's like oh it's gonna cut like most of your fucking stuff and yeah then, like, especially if you're promised that much screen time and, and you it's work the Joker. hard like you know i could get almost almost any other character but the joker he cut his hair he dyed it blonde he, he, he shaved his eyebrows for this part yeah, he I'll shaved his eyebrows he put on 15 not, pounds of muscle that's not makeup he shaved his fucking <laughs> eyebrows for this part like come on and wore a grill Mm-hmm. For months. Now I know people. <laughs> yeah, he are, as well was yeah. method. Yes, as well yeah. as he oh, yeah. absolutely. Jared Leto, aside from being, I, I like his band. Uh, you know, uh, well, Margaret Robbie. From Mars, um, but she said it was never Jared on set. It was always the Joker. He came yeah. on and he was talking like the Joker. He was acting like the Joker. It was never, even in between takes and stuff. He kept he in character. He's still the fucking Joker. He, yeah. yeah, he did that in every role that he he's ever had. Uh, me yeah, personally, like, I know he gets a bad rap. But I quite enjoyed his version of it. I know. I, I think people ninety percent of the people are going to disagree with me. Well, honestly, okay, I think a lot of people just have a lot, have an issue with well, uh, Jared Leto being the Joker anyway, which I don't care. I think Jared Leto is a great actor. I like his mannerisms and I like the the gangster 
ness to them. And see, and that goes into the whole thing about where, what were we talking about today? We're talking about multiple different Jokers. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and there's what, different versions of Joker, so why couldn't there be one like that? Well, yeah, like what's he going to do? Fucking uh, just rip off Heath Ledger? Yeah. No, he's not going to do mean, that. I mean, think about it. Uh, I know Harley Quinn's her own thing, but think about it. She's technically a female Joker. You know, she's just as psychotic as he is and homicidal and with a, a carefree attitude like yeah. him. And I mean, he might have messed her up some in the head, but well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, if, if you. But the whole thing is she wants, like, she. I mean, yeah, she's crazy, but I think she does wish that he would be a little less crazy because she just. <laughs> wants what are they him. trying to do? Give the like, male and females eye candy to, to yeah. look at for them? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to admit, he was like. As far as Jokers go, he's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because, like, you're, it's like, oh, you shouldn't, like, he's, the, like, literally wants to just kill people and is basically evil, so you shouldn't like him. But yeah. then they gave him out. The Joker as a character <laughs> overall, I don't really care who who is playing the Joker. The Joker is just charismatic. Yeah. And yeah. That, that that's actually a good segue into your Joker. Yeah. Your, uh, your last Joker. My, our last Joker. Yes. Which is, and I know the maybe some of the audience are going to be disappointed because uh, we're not touching on Jack Nicholson very much. But yeah, I, I I did talk about him just just a, a little bit earlier. But, but he brought Joker back to the forefront in the eighties. He did. Yes, he did. Um, but well, my I, Joker, the, the the Joker that I wanted to do was any Joker that involved it. Involved. Wow. Involved. Wow. Fucking a. That's like fucking embarrassing as fuck. Okay. That that word sounded incorrect, Cotton. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Distract. You know the the fuck up by me. Um, But uh, involved Mark Hamill. Yes. Anything that involved Mark Hamill. I have recently come to come to see the animated film Batman The Killing Joke mm-hmm. which I fell in love with I absolutely loved the uh, the Arkham Knight games or not Arkham Knight but the, the Batman Sam. Arkham the Arkham uh, series, trilogy yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. all like the games or series that's, that's a whole but it was <laughs> but it was Mark Hamill that was doing all of these different Jokers that that I liked mm-hmm. and, and nothing against the other guys that done Jokers I mean I I've yet to see one that I didn't enjoy, mm-hmm. but there was just something special about Mark Hamill. So um, we'll give a quick rundown of kind of who Mark Hamill was. If for whatever reason somebody out there don't know, doesn't know who the fuck Mark Hamill is. Uh, so born uh, September 25th and 51 in Oakland, California. Uh, his early roles included General Hospital, Bill Cosby Show, Partridge Family. Um, he now this is where this is where he kind of takes a big leap, right? So he was suggested, and I didn't know this, but he was suggested to audition for a role in Star Wars by a friend, Robert England, which I'm a very big fan of. Okay, you don't know, Freddy Krueger. There we go. Yeah. Um, done several uh, voice acting roles for various Marvel and, and DC um, universe uh, type things, you know, animation. Um, 
She's done recurring voice acting roles for Robot Chicken. <laughs> um, he's done character voices for video games since the 90s and still doing them. And uh, also, I don't know how... I'm assuming that this is correct, So, uh, and I'm sure fanboys, if there's any listening, will eat me alive if I'm wrong, but he has been confirmed as the voice of Chucky in the new Child's Play remake. Yes, that is correct. So, yeah. Okay, so that you're a fanboy then. Okay. No. So. no. <laughs> of, of Mark Hamill himself, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, if anybody didn't catch the Star Wars reference, this man is fucking Luke Skywalker. So, for anybody that didn't know that, you're Good welcome. Lord, where have you been? Yeah, that. Where have you been? Yes. What fucking rock have you been under? Um, sure wasn't on Tatooine. So, <laughs> no, not on Tatooine. Um, so, Mark Hamill started as the Joker in 1992 in the Batman the Animated Series, which was incredibly critically acclaimed. Which, watch, watch Mask of the Phantasm. That is um, Shakespeare in Batman form. I was just getting to that. So, Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's my go-to with the animated series. Sorry. Um, now I'm going to admit, like most of like the, I know fanboys are going to want to say animated series, but I call them a fucking cartoon. But uh, so those I'm not incredibly familiar with. Like at at the age when I that I was whenever these shows were out, I, you know, okay, it's Batman. I enjoyed the, you know, the Tim Burton movies. Okay. But I didn't get into Batman or, or the Joker for that matter. As, as a kid, the Joker scared the fuck out of me. Understandable. Um, so I didn't get into it then, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, Mark Hamill was also, um, as far as the animated series goes, um, Batman, Adventures, Justice League, Batman, Mark of the... Mask of the Phantasm. There you go. Uh, Batman Beyond, and or excuse me, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Yes. Which I am not familiar with that very is, much of this. Uh, honestly, that is a great episode. Uh, they call it episode, but it's a couple episodes put together for yeah. the Batman Beyond animated series. So good. There was a very short-lived WB live-action series called Birds of Prey. Yes. Yes, which Mm -hmm. had Mark Hamill doing the voiceover for actor Roger Stoneburner. Yes. So I'm not very familiar with that at all either. It lasted... It was based on a comic of the same name. It lasted nine episodes. Yeah, it didn't last very long. Um, On the CW. He's actually... (laughs) taking very small roles and very small pay to do voices for toys and amusement park rides just because he wanted to protect the character and he quoted he he was quoted saying I don't want somebody else sleeping in my sleeping bag <laughs> which I thought was fucking oh, great hey that's that's genius um yeah so and he's done multiple uh video game as uh as the Joker outside of the um, anime series, uh, outside well, outside of the the Arkham series, he, oh, I'm okay. talking about uh, video, just video games specifically, cool. but uh, Batman uh, Vengeance 01. Hmm. Uh, 
Adventures of Batman and Robin. This was 94. This was on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Uh, and then that's that's when they started into getting into the, the Arkham series, uh, which started with, um, fucking, what is it, uh, the City? Is it Arkham City? Uh, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. And Arkham City, and then... I can't remember which one I've played. I've played one of those. Now, I played the fuck out of Arkham Knight. I fucking love that. I beat Arkham Asylum. It was great. Right. I don't remember which one it is, but I, I did beat one of them. I don't recall which, but but the Arkham Knight, I have a lot. You know, I've played through that two or three times, but absolutely loved because I've spent so much time with the Arkham Knight that I, you know, I've seen I've seen the Joker. I've seen Mark Hamill quite a bit. Right to, to this point, and this the Arkham series is is a at this point. Is about the only thing I've had to do with no. Okay, Mark Hamill is the Joker. Okay, so that's when I kind of when I've played the Arkham Knight over and over again a few times. Like, okay, that's when I like. Okay, fucking Mark Hamill has knocked this motherfucker out of the park. I, I wasn't crazy about the fact that. Okay, it's a 2015 video game. Hope it's not spoiling this for anybody, but. The Joker is only a figment of Batman's imagination because they are tied together. So at the very beginning of the game, you start out by putting the Joker through a cremation process. <laughs> so, so I was like, well, when I first played it, I was like, well, fuck. Because I like the Joker probably more than I do Batman. And so I'm like, well, fuck, you know, this is going to suck. <laughs> but and then I start seeing the Joker throughout the game, and I'm like, "What the, f- what the fuck is going on here? Is this a flashback? What what what's going on here?" But eventually, you know, you play through it, and you go, "Ah, okay." You start to see this. The Joker is a figment of Batman's imagination. Plays all kinds of fucking tricks on him throughout the game. It's just just fucking lovely. Absolutely love that game. So, um, he did make comment on Heath Ledger's Batman. Which I found to be just a com a, a compliment to end all compliments. He he said um, it's the most original performance he has seen since since Anthony Hopkins Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs, which another just amazingly critically acclaimed film well, and performance if you're watching like compilation lists of like villains I greatest think, villains of all time in film I think yeah. Hannibal Lecter and the Joker would be pretty high up on the yeah. you know good at being bad oh, yeah. <laughs> so now he has done another video game which was Lego DC Super Villains <laughs> which was just last year yep not really my type not really my type of game but I'm sure if he had anything to do with it it's it, he it's a hell of a job just find somebody to, else to play it and then you just listen for him so <laughs> it, yeah yeah exactly uh, so that's what YouTube's for that's right um, <laughs> yeah just watch someone play it on there so and at, at one point Hamill made the comment that I want to do the killing joke if it's ever done like two weeks later, motherfucker gets confirmed as the Joker for <laughs> Batman the Killing Joke. Shit, the Joker wants to do the Killing Joke? Yes, let's do it! <laughs> yes, so. 
Uh, it turns out that the Killing Joke is one of, and and like I say, one of. I say one of because I've seen several other Batman animated movies, and I don't know what they all are, but I've enjoyed every one that I've seen. But there was something different, something unique about Batman: The Killing Joke. So I watched this. I rented it from a movie store right up the road that I'm not going to plug. Um, <laughs> oh, have they done you dirty? Savage. <laughs> yes, I have been done dirty. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so. How do you think you got that poster? <laughs> I didn't get that fucking poster. I bought that fucking I know poster. You, did. you know I the know story you how, yes, I, I, how I came across that poster, uh, yeah. which came from The Great Escape in Bowling Green, which I very much enjoyed that that place of business that's right and have a good podcast too yes <laughs> i don't know but okay yes okay sure I'll, I'll i'll put them over even though i don't know what that's the fuck you're talking about but i enjoy their their uh, their business very yeah. much so actually it's where i got my new little toy right here which is actually it's a piggy bank. Oh no, kidding! It's a, uh, it's a half bust. Uh, I say half bust. It's because he has no legs. Uh, <laughs> a half bust of the classic comic book Joker holding a Joker playing card. Yeah, he's got a tiny little card. Yeah, like he's it's getting actually like the same material almost yeah. as, as the card. It's really cool. It is very well done. But uh, the Killing Joke—that's uh, that's really kind of what got me into. I mean, obviously, I had had experience with um, um, the Arkham Knight mm-hmm. uh, video game, right? And that got kind of got me into the Joker. When I found out that he was doing the Killing Joke, I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm fucking watching that. And it turns out it's it's you know something that I'm really really into. Love this story. Um, I wouldn't have mind to have seen the Joker in it a little bit more. It kind of takes a while to get introduced in the film, but it is what it is, and it's a great story. So, but now Mark Hamill himself—he's you now—he's received two nominations, uh, or excuse me, received nominations for two Annie Awards. Anybody doesn't know what that is? It's animated awards, mm-hmm. uh, interaction, excuse me, interactive achievement awards, aka Dice, the ICE, which. If you don't know what that is, it's Video Game Awards, Spike Video Game Awards, and he's actually won a British Academy Video Game Award for Best Performer, which doesn't fucking surprise me. Not at all. Uh, obviously, this obviously Mark Hamill has had you know his hand in pretty much our entire lives. Yeah. You know, although you know going back to you know the start of Star Wars with with. Uh, Luke Skywalker, which I, I have to say, that awful acting job that he did because he never he never really acted before. It was very innocent, you know. Hi, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. You know, any person from you know any person in a high school play could pull that job off. You know, acting like that to go from that to being such a dynamic voice and just a regular actor. And, and on top of that, I mean, he's got what. Possibly, you know, one of the. I'm not going to say, you know, necessarily acting roles per se, but one of the biggest heroes ever mm-hmm. to possibly the greatest villain ever. Yeah. 
I mean, to take that big of a leap within your career, and you, you've got that under your belt. So you're the you're the best hero ever, and and you're also the best bad guy ever. You know. Yeah. What What is it they said in the Dark Knight? You uh, something about uh, you can only be a good guy so long before you get you can only be a hero for so long before you get killed or you become you, the villain. Uh, yeah. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain, or you or you die. Something like that, so, yeah. Yeah, something yeah. along those lines. We're messing this up. That's okay, but Wait. the point is, you know, he started out... a fanboy yet. He started but, out know, as the after, hero. After doing the research, yeah. I might become a fanboy of this, but <laughs> but prior to it, no, I, I yeah. was definitely not a fanboy, so fanboys, fuck you. And I'm girls. doing the best I can here. And girls. Fan people. Fan people. Yeah. <laughs> Fan persons. I guess the point is, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, the Joker is a psychotic, you know, homicidal maniac. That's not why we like him. We like him because there's so, there's so many different ways that you could take his story. There was, I can't remember the name of the comic, uh, but there is actually one comic where he thinks he's killed Batman. And when he does, it snaps him out of his psychosis. Yeah, and he becomes normal. You know, I, I think because <laughs> like think, his job is uh, done. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the reasons why I was so into the Killing Joke is is, is, is because it was an origin story. I, yeah. I have a I have a thing for origin stories. Like I know that uh, the Dark Knight with with Heath Ledger, you know, that's a lot of people's favorite Batman. Anything, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I liked Batman Begins better just because it was an origin story. And that may be why that I'm into, you know, the killing joke so much is because I love origin stories. Yeah. I like to know that, you know, the the backlog, you know, the, the history of it, cause it why showed, you became what you exactly, were. Exactly. It shows you how you got there. Uh, but he, the character grows yes incredibly you know if you're looking at the origin of his story it grows incredibly like it's it's just amazing to watch so, i'm gonna have to reread that comic because it's been many years but it, it was what happened it's a graphic novel you son of yes, a bitch yes it's a graphic novel <laughs> you remember that because then he comes to find out that spoilers batman actually didn't die so now then he's like what do i do <laughs> do, I yeah. crazy again? do I go crazy? Do I kill him? Do I let him be? What do I do? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I think it, it's kind of, especially the killing joke. It's uh, it's kind of, well, I mean, the, okay, the story is w- was released in 1988. Yes. So like, if you haven't heard it by now, it's your fucking fault. Yeah. So I. This is not spoilers since it's been out since the 80s, but, you know, the kind of the film doesn't necessarily give you a clear indication of of what happens. But so I'm like, okay, I'm not one to figure this shit out. So I like, okay, what the fuck happens? You know, Google, tell me what the fuck happens. And it's kind of said that, okay, it kind of implies that Batman kind of strangles him to death. (laughs) So, um, and. Fan, like I said, one one more time, fanboys don't at me. Just fucking take what I'm saying with a grain of salt here. So, Batman would also kind of be a little bit in the same. You know, what the fuck do I do? You yeah. know, my arch nemesis. You He's know, good. I am Batman. So much not needed. 
nowhere near as much now that the Joker's gone. So. And then the penguin throws a penguin at him. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about the Riddler? Oh, come on. Let's not pretend that the other villains are even remotely close <laughs> to, to what the Joker Although is. the most poignant and poetic villain out there in the Batman series is Mr. Freeze. On that note, um, do we want to give any final thoughts about the Jokers? I mean, we've covered pretty much everything uh, about them. The Joker may very well be my favorite character ever. What about you? He's definitely... And that's multiple forms of it. I mean, the Mark Hamill's, the Heath Fletcher's, you know... They just make me want to watch all these animated things because I only watch, (laughs) like, these live-action ones. Well, some of them. And then the the Justice League cartoon. Now, obviously, there's more... Which isn't Batman-centric, but he's in there. There's more variations (laughs) uh, than than what we've even discussed. I mean, we just barely touched on Jared Leto, Jack Nicholson. Didn't touch on the other animated stuff that wasn't Mark Hamill. Nope. Uh, So, I mean, there's a slew of things that we didn't even cover, but there's not... I I can't think of anything Joker out there that I'm not interested in. And and it's amazing. And even though how bad the TV series was, I'm still <laughs> interested in it. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I take it from us: if you haven't seen anything with the Joker in it, and just by listening to this, give it a try. Try a graphic novel. Try a movie. Try an animated film. Just YouTube it. Check it out. It's it's really cool. Um, well. And just for the record, if you're interested in the 60s Batman, you're not going to find much on YouTube. I can tell you that. <laughs> just some <laughs> shitty fight scenes. This is about the extent of what you're going to catch on YouTube right now. Pretty much. <laughs> and with that, uh, I guess we'll bring this week's episode to a close. Yep. <sighs> <sighs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, well, it, like was mentioned before, if you would like to reach Once us... Once again, sorry for <laughs> bad impersonations. Bad impersonations. <laughs> um, if you would like to reach us, whether to give us a question or a comment, uh, you can email us at deadpanbsf at gmail.com or deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. You can go to our website, deadpan-studio.com, for all the goodies that we have to offer, episodes, show notes... You can contact uh, us be, there. Be sure to check out our uh, our social medias. That we're yes. gonna we're gonna have some uh, newly uploaded pictures. Yes, we are uh, Deadpan Studio eighteen on Facebook as well as uh, Twitter. Uh, we're we're just gonna have it. So um, again, if you would like to tell your friends uh, to listen to us, follow us, subscribe, download. Uh, we're streaming on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as DeadpanStudio.podbean.com. Uh, this week for uh, BSF, I um, just want to say thank you. And why so serious? No. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Honestly, like, I probably didn't either. I, just, <laughs> I was just going you for had it. A look it's in the moment. Like, I was just going for it. I was in the moment. <laughs> started talking. It felt right. And then you it did. It felt right, Cotton. It felt right, so I was going to go in. <laughs> I, I went in balls deep. Yeah. yeah. It was wet, warm, and inviting, so you just plunged <laughs> right in. And before we go completely off the deep end... Um, yeah, that's my job, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That's right. right. That's right. I mean, like, I'm the one that usually does that shit. 
right? Yes. Sir Bradley, would you <laughs> no hesitation from Cat. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Sir Bradley, would you like to close us out tonight? No. No. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, you know, maybe a, a bit longer than maybe what we intended, but hell, man, I enjoyed the fuck out of this topic, and hopefully the audience did too. So if you didn't. That's okay. Fuck you. We don't care. Uh, we're gonna do what the fuck we want. That's but, right. Um, but but seriously, if if anybody in the audience has anything to say, good, bad, or indifferent, let us know. Because um, otherwise, we're not going to know. That's right. The more you know, and knowing is half the battle. And knowing is half the battle. Knowledge <laughs> is power. The more you. Do know. we want to hear the Joker yes. laugh? So I, I think uh, Matthew has that covered, right? No, this is a different. That's a different one. That's the she, look, she's the one I almost used. I would always listen to a new one. Look, she's on top of that more than yeah. on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the fuck out of this. <laughs> Copyright purposes, we end there. <laughs> <laughs> good night and good, good morning. Good night everyone. and for BSF, I am the Matt. Sir Bradley. And I'm Kat. Peace out. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Comes at me with the knife. Why so serious?